Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Cronomier, Goddess of Victory Written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson Chapter 16 The Consequence The time river was churning. The professor's ship crashed on its waves, careering violently. She stood at the controls, trying to wrestle the craft into submission, but the tempest was fighting back. Hold on tight now, girls, she called out to the terrified Iceni. It's a lot to take in on a good day, but we're in troubled waters this time. An unfamiliar beeping noise rose above the roaring silver cascade. The professor frowned. This wasn't her doing. She followed the sound to another control panel and gently lifted the front of it to reveal the inner workings. Cogs of all sizes were whirring back and forth, running contrary to themselves as the one Madeline had gifted to Boudicca. The professor thought back to the fateful night Madeline had been dragged into the river. The cog must have been a piece of flotsam on the tide. At the base of the wooden box housing the spinning mechanism was a round metal disc. It flashed on and off, filled with red light. The professor thought back to Yero's warning to Astrid that her superior officer, Commander Holloway, had somehow been tracing the ship on behalf of the mysterious keepers. Here was the proof. She grabbed a small discarded strip of metal from elsewhere in the control panel and prized the disc free. Regarding it in her hand for a moment, she hurled it from the ship and into the silver light surrounding them. Where are we? Eowyn called above the noise. On our way to safety, replied the professor, in as reassuring a tone as she could muster. What is this place? cried Mildretha. A mighty river, the professor answered, although it's choppy sailing for certain. She pushed and pulled at a few more controls, trying to initiate the landing procedure. To her astonishment, the levers and dials she'd operated clicked and turned back to their original settings, as though the ship was fighting back. No. Not the ship, she thought. The keepers. Renewing her efforts to gain control of the craft, she glanced up to check the hourglass and gasped. The cascade seemed narrower than usual, as though time were closing in on them. The copper blades of the machine were cutting into the silver tunnel, leaving gaping wounds spiralling around them. The professor's heart pounded and she felt her throat begin to tighten. What had she done? She pulled a lever and the blade slowed to a halt. They were drifting now, albeit at colossal speed, but the damage to the time river was done. The gouges extended further and further, following their path. Mildretha screamed. The professor ducked down to her knees to comfort her and saw what had frightened the girl. Within the walls of the cascade, surging up from the depths of the river, were the dark silhouettes of skeletal creatures approaching the ship. Demons! cried Eowyn, clutching her sister. Something like that the professor said weakly. They're known as the Wraith. Even masked by the river, she recognised their shape and form. She had encountered one on her very first voyage and fought its scheme to alter history. It was a Wraith that had murdered Marlow. 
The memory stirred her. She whirled round and opened another of the control panels. From within it she pulled an ornate dagger, a gift to her from the man she'd failed to save. Professor! rasped a voice from within the cascade. How long had it been since she'd heard it? She froze, the dagger in her outstretched hand. You have brought us food. Never, she growled. You will not touch them. They do not belong, the voice gargled. They must be taken. A clawed arm emerged from the cascade. The professor said nothing, instead whipping the dagger through the air and slicing across the creature's knuckles. It recoiled with a shriek. Teacher! Eowyn shouted. More wraith were forming in the silver light around them. More claws emerged, reaching for the ship. Each one met with Marlow's blade as the professor swiped and thrust it at their scaly skin. Each time the creature retreated, but there were more to replace it. Eowyn and Mildretha cowered at the very centre of the ship, whilst the professor hurried around them, dancing this way and that to fend off the closest attack. Suddenly an explosion flared somewhere within the cascade, an intense white light that pulled the wraith away from the coasting timeship. The professor spent no time wondering what intervention had spared them. She returned to the controls and tried to wrestle them into the landing procedure. Girls, I might need some help, she called as she tried to hold down three levers at once and reach for an errant dial. If you could just... She let go of the controls. All around her the river of time was freezing, and the sound of cracking ice filled the air. She had heard that noise before. Eowyn and Mildretha were standing facing her, but their faces were expressionless, and their eyes somehow milky. Behind them, floating a short distance from the ship, was the Keeper. Its immense grey cape billowed around a ceremonial tunic. Its face was shrouded in darkness, and one gloved hand was extended, holding the two girls in a trance. Professor Elizabeth Cronomier, a dead voice called all around her. You are a danger to the timeline. I meant it no harm, she answered defiantly. I have followed the record of history, and where it falters I... They do not belong, the voice interrupted. They cannot remain. No, shouted the professor but she was helpless. The keeper beckoned with its gloved hand, and Eowyn and Mildretha rose from the marble platform. Like lifeless dolls, their arms and legs sagged as they drifted through the air, and then, without making a sound, they fell back, out of the machine and through the walls of the frozen torrent. The professor wailed and fell to her knees, watching them disappear below the machine and fade from view. They could have lived, the professor wept. What would it have mattered? Time cannot be rewritten, the keeper rasped. I have seen it, the professor roared defiantly. Christopher Marlowe, he died in my arms. That is not what history recorded. History can be altered, the keeper replied. It is but a story, a lie, but the truth cannot be changed. Time must be protected. The cascade was growing dark now. The light was fading. The walls of black ice surrounding the ship began to crack. You mean to kill me, 
the professor asked. As you did Waylon. She had seen the keeper administer punishment to one who sought to tamper with time. She prepared herself for the same fate. Meddlers are but vermin, stamped out of existence, said the keeper. The river flows around them. You are different. It once again extended a gloved hand, this time beckoning to her. Her body felt heavy. She was growing weaker. You have broken the laws of time, Professor Cronomier, and so you shall stand trial. The darkness within the cascade bled through the helix of gouges scored into it by the timeship. The keeper clenched its fist, and the professor felt herself falling. The Chronicles of Professor Chronomier, Goddess of Victory, an Unbound Theatre production, written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson, with music by Kevin MacLeod. <laughs>